Okay, so now that I'm not in red or yellow, what a miracle! Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm this crazy lady. I'm like the only crazy lady in the world that actually podcasts when I'm not in my best place or like tries to create any kind of result or whatever. Um, but I think, I think it's kind of good because I feel like, I feel like we all have, we all deserve to be living regardless if we feel great or not. And I feel like we all deserve to have a voice regardless if we we have good things to say or not sometimes. But it's really refreshing sometimes when I can catch myself in those miracle bliss moments of the day where it's like, oh, I'm not feeling terrible right now. That's kind of cool, right? Like have those moments where it's like, I don't feel like I'm gonna, I'm about to explode. Like that's kind of cool too. And so thankfully I can be in one of those places right now. And that's a really great place to be, especially as I'm just like in my winding down kind of place in my day and getting to just like sink into some of the feelings and like experiences I've had in the day and just like allowing myself the space to just really soak in it and just really enjoy it, right? Like I just, it's just been such a blessed kind of experience, you know, getting to do activity planning kind of stuff and having the blessed experience to be like, oh, I get to soak. I get to soak in just enjoying, right? Like I love that. I love it. Um, and like, I've just had a lot of blessings of the day, whether they're like getting to enjoy, you know, the coaching call I get to have with my husband or getting to enjoy like the, the activity planning that I was just in to, you know, think thoughtfully and mindfully of, of how we can create intentionally uplifting and strengthening our faith in Jesus Christ together as a sisterhood in our community, all of these kinds of things. And then also just like feeling like the, the enjoyment of really good, solid conversation with friends about really life-changing moments in our lives or, or deep, like big dreams that we have, you know, and, um, and just like other moments where it's like, you know, I, in some ways I regret that I, you know, was a little bit, I guess, naive a little bit in using so much of my energy to push to do like two really difficult haircuts today because I guess in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm feeling great. I could totally do like five haircuts today, right? Like I'm totally fine. But then when I got started with one, I was like, oh no, I forgot that it's been like probably three months since the last time I've done this haircut. And that usually means it takes two hours to just do this one haircut that could typically, if I was on top of it, like maybe every two weeks or every month, I could probably finish it in like 30 minutes. Totally fine. It's a simple haircut. It's fine. But because there was so much hair, I had to do the same haircut 10 times to get it to the point where it's like, it actually looks like a haircut happened. And and a haircut happened to the, the quality of it actually looking like a good haircut, right? Like hopefully a good haircut kind of thing, right? 
I don't know. I'm probably just struggling with the process of learning how to not be so much of a prideful person in thinking that everything needs to look great. Like, I, I'm probably going to, like, get to a point in my life where I can finally be okay with, like, a haircut that just doesn't, looks a little off, right? And be a little bit okay with that being okay, right? Um, but anyways, that was what it was, right? It was a learning experience. If I really could have seen into the future and been like, oh, this is what's going to happen if you keep doing this three more times or whatever and like and and get to the point where you got to in a few hours after that, I probably would have reassessed and been like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to do two haircuts today. Maybe I could just do one, right? But I guess there was another part of me that was really motivated because I appreciate hygiene in my family, in my life. And sometimes I feel like people aren't motivated enough until they get a good haircut and they feel like they, they really need to wash themselves because it's so physically obvious that you just need to get comfortable, right? Because it's so uncomfortable to sit in those like haircut slivers for any longer than you could possibly bear it, right? It's kind of like factor. You know, I'm amazed at the miracle that they can even sit there for two hours with all these like haircut slivers just hanging out waiting to be washed away. So anyway, beautiful things of the day, right? Like I had mentioned them already in my other podcast when I was in the red, right? This concept of like actually getting to be in touch with this, like, to me, it was this auspicious name of this person I need to connect with so that I can be aware of what I'm doing tomorrow afternoon, right? In my volunteering shift of what I'm doing. I'm just so excited to volunteer. And... Um, I am so excited. I cannot even describe. Okay, so when I was a youth, like youth between 12 and 18, one of the secret weapons that I never knew I would ever find was learning about different volunteer opportunities. It It never occurred to me to ever look for them or become a volunteer-ish person or whatever, right? All I knew was the, the first time I ever heard the word volunteer was like, oh, that's like the thing that some of my friends' parents do when they come and clean the cafeteria or like come and supervise us when we're having recess or, you know, come and like volunteer when, when we're on a field trip or something. So like, I kind of understand what that means, right? But it wasn't until I became a youth volunteer between those ages of 12 to 18 and joined all these like youth volunteer clubs then I started to realize, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, it, I like being a volunteer, right? Like, I just started to really identify with it so much that literally I'd look at my calendar and I'd be like, oh, I have these events going on here, here, and here. And I have nothing every other Saturday, if not every Saturday in, in said month or said whatever month. And I'd literally book my calendar three months out. And making sure every Saturday was filled with like something that was either something meaningful or something that was a volunteer thing if it was totally wide open. I like could not move forward with my calendar. If I had a Saturday wide open, it, w- it almost became like, even though I wasn't religious at the time, it almost became this like sin for myself to feel like I should have an open Saturday with nothing when I could just look and find someone that might need some help on that Saturday, right? So then I go and search and find out if there's any other events going on or 
any organization that might need something on that Saturday that I had open, and it just felt like I had to do it. Like, I just could not resist, right? Like, it just became so much a part of my identity that I was like, no, this is what I do. This is, like, my life practice kind of stuff. Like, I, every Saturday, I go and volunteer somewhere, right? Like, that's just how I do life because that's what I think that's what it looks to me to do life, right? Like, why would you live your life without filling up your Saturdays, volunteering and meeting new people and like just getting to like, like do that, right? Like it just made no sense. So then I was like, okay, yeah, that's how I'm going to live my life. So I guess there's a couple anchors connected with this volunteer thing that I'm about to do, right? Because it, it literally means I get this like amazing benefit I'm getting to volunteer like six hours at the same time every week, every week. Like this is incredible, right? The last time I was ever able to do something like this was never, right? Like I only ever let myself volunteer for like three hours a week doing said thing as a teenager, right? And now I feel like I've just like entered this new paradigm phase of my life of being like, well, why? Why would I limit myself to only said hours once a week or whatever and have that be the most like ambitious version of how to live my volunteerism life kind of stuff when I could be like, but what what if, right? Because, you know, we got this opportunity like and we were about to decline it, right? We're like, oh, well, this is a need for some people, right? And it's a beautiful need. But, like, maybe not for us, right? Because, like, we already are volunteering our, our lives, right? Like, our daily life is volunteering, right? So, like, so like, what's, what's this other context of volunteering in this environment, in this light, with these people and all of this? But as I came more and more into this space of, no, but, like, seriously, though, what difference could doing this do to our lives in a year from now, in three years from now? Like, could, is it possibly one of those things that actually would make a difference for us? And the answer just kept coming ringing clear, like, like clang, 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 kind of clear. It was like, actually, this is not one of those things where you think, oh, I'm just going to add more to my life and it's going to make it more stressful and it's going to, it's just going to become burdensome and I'm probably going to have to quit after a time. It was actually one of those moments of like, no, 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 you have no idea how much better your life will become as you just allow yourself to soak in this season that you can possibly say yes to this volunteer opportunity, right? And I was just like, whoa, that's different, right? Because any other thing that I was saying, like questioning in my mind in this period of my life where I'm, I'm questioning a lot, I'm questioning every single thing that I do, whether it actually has any merit, whether it actually is essential or not, and every time I came back to pondering on this one volunteer opportunity, it was like, no, absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. You have no idea how important it is. If you can possibly help with this, you have no idea the kinds of blessings that are waiting for you as you participate and assist and support in this area and who you will, you will be shocked with who you will become in a year from now, even a year from now, three years from now, who knows how long, right? But just basically this feeling of like, just, just see, just go and see, right? Like just, 
you'll you'll know what I mean when you get there, right? But you just like all you have to do is just like believe enough that it's available, and like if you can have enough faith to just say yes and move forward with it, you'll know what I mean, kind of thing, right? And so as I've been moving forward with it, it's like I just feel like okay, I used to think it was Christmas Day every day. Now I feel like it's my birthday every day. Literally. You know, Christmas is a little more vague. It's like kind of like it's kind of like general and you're celebrating everybody and you're just kind of like, "Oh yeah, like like this is a great day to be together and all of this kind of thing." No, but I feel like it's my birthday every day now. Now I just feel like Every other second, it's just like, oh, oh, like this is for me, right? Like, and, and it's like really fun, right? Like, but, but in a very invisible kind of way, in the way that I love, in the kind of presence I love to get. I love invisible presents so much. I love them because nobody can steal them from me. Nobody on earth can steal these invisible presents from me. God is the only one that can give me these invisible birthday presents every single day that are just for me. And he's the only one that knows them. And he gives them to me. He does. He does it. And he does it so like consistently and reliably. And like even in these tiny moments of like me choosing to go and volunteer and do this thing. And then for him to just like shower, you know, it's like the tithing principle. You tithe and then you will have, you will not have room enough to receive the blessings that will be showered upon you for exercising your level of faith to just do your, your own tithe. Right. But I feel like this volunteer thing is my own tithe. Right. Um, and I just love it. I'm just loving it. You know, I haven't even started it, right? Like, like even just thinking about it, getting ready for it and, and being set apart to do it. And then like set apart in like having a prayer being said for me to be able to have like the clarity of mind and, and all these wonderful, um, supportive words said for me, like in this prayer. Right. And I'm like, Oh, this is so wonderful. Like I just like over the moon, like, ah, like, ah. And so it's just like, I feel like, oh, like growing up, sometimes I just constantly felt this feeling of dread, right? This dread of every day connecting with the next day and nothing changed. Everything was the same. There was just that, like, yes, there's the beauty of childhood, but in some ways before you become an adult, there's this, there's this curse of childhood too. The curse of sameness in some ways, because you, you can only progress according to what you can progress as a child, right? But for some reason, something changes when you become in through a, of a mindset of somewhat of an adult for your life. You become more of an agent, more like you. You become even more powerful. You become even more owning your power, owning your identity, owning your life, that kind of stuff, right? So, in some ways, I just feel like this deep, 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 deep thread of of feeling so much more connected with who I am and, and owning my life in a way that is so much more focused on, on recognizing that I actually have so many people in my life that are working for my good for Jesus Christ all the time. Like Heavenly Father calls 
like boatloads, armies of people to be at my side to assist me at any given moment of any given day just because he loves me. And that I actually be, get to be one of those members of an army to be able to bless and help any one of his children every day as well, right? So not only do I have an army of people helping me, I get to be a part of that battalion and that army crew to help someone else at any given moment of the day as well, right? And so I guess that's the kind of feeling that I'm getting right now. It's like, I loved that I was starting to gain a testimony of volunteerism when I was younger, so that when I get to this point in my life, where I, you know, back then, I thought I was this honk, like, kung fu, like, volunteerism crazy lady, just doing it three hours a week, right? And now I'm like, doing the math, I'm like, I'm gonna do it six hours a week, like, what is this, right? But like, also acknowledging, I've been doing it for like 24-7, every day, for like, I don't know, 12 hours, 12 years, where I never even thought I'd ever be able to do that. That's why I started by doing the nanny jobs before I became a wife and a mother, because I knew that there would come a day where I'd be on all of the time, and there I would be depended on all of the time, and so I needed to get some experience, at least, of, of having those those needs being demanded of me, like, by just these, like, two, two-year-old and three-year-old boys, just to get me acquainted with that kind of a rhythm. And then for the last 12 years, it's been like, wow, like this is what it looks like, right? And then it's been really neat to transition out of like being this hardcore, like volunteer lifeguard lady person and and to have these people just like already, like, I just love it. I don't know why. I love walking in the kitchen and seeing everybody working on their kitchen project of what they're creating to eat that's yummy for them that day, right? Like for that given snack or meal. I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I just, I don't know, like any level of self-reliance always makes me feel the spirit so strong. And I just feel so excited and happy for them and their future life and their present life because they're gonna about to eat something amazing that they just made for themselves. And then to just, like, dream a little and be like, I wonder when they're going to be able to do that for, like, not just themselves, but, like, for their, their like, someone they love or, like, someone, or for their family or, or be able to, like, host and, like, you know what I mean? Like, <coughs> I get so excited whenever I see people, like, act, acting out the skills that they're just trying out, right? And, and, and just, like, doing it. And, like, having some level of confidence of, like, well, like, might as well try it. And, like, let's play with this or that or whatever. Like, I just, like, I just feel so thrilled whenever I get to be a witness of people developing their skills. Basically, that's what it is. I am thrilled getting to be a part of the process of, like, being a witness to someone's skill development, them, like, discovering, uncovering their mission, those kinds of things, and, like, just being kind of this fly on the wall to be like, why do I get to be a witness of this? Like, this is so much fun to just watch someone go through the process of like learning and growing and becoming and, and getting to do that with someone else, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking when I was younger and I used to like not even ever consider or even touch the thought of dreaming that maybe I would become a wife or a mother of some sort at some point in, the, in my life. I just never really touched it because in some ways I, I think I almost knew in my heart of hearts 
that that would be a fantastic dream. But for some reason, I never allowed myself to dream it because I just like, I didn't really have a great self-concept. And so because I didn't really have a great self-concept, I kind of just limited myself to dreams that I felt like only I could contribute to. I never ever dreamed about anything that had anything to do with other people and what other people's choices might be that would influence my dreams, right? But it's been very interesting to start dreaming in that direction. Like, I have this very audacious dream right now. Like, I set it up, like, 10 months ago. This dream to be, to, to have a very clear, connected event happen between me and my immediate family, right? So that we can, can know for sure that we will be together forever, Right? And we will be able to support and love each other forever, right? And that's a very audacious goal. Like, that's very audacious. And, and it, was, it was scary for me when I first thought of it because I was like, what am I doing setting a goal that has anything to, that most of it has to do with other people and their choices and them having their hearts change and them having, growing their own desires and developing themselves and all of this kind of stuff. But it's been very fascinating. I've been, I've been going through the process of, of keeping this audacious goal in mind because as I've been doing it, I've noticed that I do have a lot to change. I have a lot to grow into this. It's a very audacious goal, but that also means I need to be growing in exponential ways so I can be ready for that level of, of a dream, of a goal. And then, so I'm just super excited to be able to just give space to keep that growing and to keep holding space for that. So anyways, back to this whole thing. I, I guess I just started this podcast because I really wanted to have this moment where I, like, I guess I'm still also processing the pride thing, right? I, like for a few podcasts this week, I've been noticing that the, the general theme has been things are not going well. Everything's going downhill right now and I'm, I'm spiraling, right? And so there was a part of me that was like, okay, I'm like feeling semi-good, probably pretty good right now. I might as well do a podcast to just kind of balance out a little bit so that I can like, I don't know, have some evidence to myself that I'm not just this person that's just always like having a hard time with things or having a hard time finding gratitude with things or or whatever. But but there's also the balance of me being this other person as well that that is also able to see the blessings that Heavenly Father has available to me and that, that I can be grateful for those things and, and that kind of thing too. Because, because I am, right? Like, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that really does care about things being represented accurately, right? And so that's kind of me. It's like, I, I have a very interesting podcast. I've never heard of any other podcast like mine, right? But neither have I ever read a book like a book that I want to write, right? Or that I want to read one day, right? It's like, I want to be able to pick up a book where I pick it up and I actually feel like whoever is writing is not writing to sell something. They're actually just writing because they're writing their heart, right? Like they're writing their heart out. They're writing their soul. They're writing them, right? They are, they're writing the story that they are the only ones that can write, right? And sure, I've read a lot of stories, right? But I, right? Um, but 
I also believe that a lot of those stories have been edited and have been like totally changed and stuff to be so pleasing towards, you know, other people thinking that, thinking or feeling said whatever feelings, right? Like, I honestly want to actually read an unedited book one day. I do. I got one of the best compliments the other day. I was like getting ready for bed and somebody close to me said something like, I just love how imperfect you are. And I just like, I honestly felt so complimented. I had to laugh at how delighted I felt by that compliment. Because, you know, typically people will compliment and be like, oh, you're this or you're that. Or, and, and usually it's very flattering, right? But I just love, I love the sheer heart factor and truth factor of this compliment. That was, it was from the heart and it was loving and, and the intent was all there. And, and I felt it. And, and I love that the, the focus was in perfection as the, the topic of, of gladness and gratitude, right? Being grateful for the imperfection. Being grateful for things not working out every time and all the time. And just like somehow finding that noble place of, of finding joy in the journey, not joy in perfection, right? And, and it, it just, it delighted my heart and spirit so much, you know? Like, I, I think it's so sweet. You know, people do, like, Mother's Day whatever is all the time where they just, like, really try to honor the mom and all this stuff. But, like, honestly, I feel honored to, to have people in my life that, that see me for me and, and, and are somehow able to gather their Christ-like charity love space and really just, like, wholeheartedly still want to give me hugs and all of this kind of thing. And I'm always baffled by it. I'm like, seriously, though, like, sometimes I just feel like I'm this crazy lady that's somewhat, like, a little bit crazy, right? Like, just, like, kind of sergeant lady sometimes, kind of just, like, like, totally off, like, random, spontaneous, whatever, and just totally not even, not not consistent or reliable in any way, shape, or form most of the time ever, right? Like, but, but for some reason, the people around me somehow get me, right? Like, they somehow have some level of compassion towards me, some level of, I think they think I'm cute. I think that's what I've heard sometimes. They just, they think I'm cute. <laughs> I think that's sweet. I'm like, well, I'm glad there's something going around there because I, I just laugh, right? I just laugh. I'm like, I, I have no words. You're welcome, right? Like, I'm just like, no, I have no idea. So anyways, I'm super grateful for this volunteer thing I'm about to do that has already changed my life. And I'm super grateful that I get to live the life that I live. I get to have my sweetie husband, Rory. He's beside me right now, and I love it. Because I love when he's close to me. And, he, like, I'm getting to wash the dishes. He's making his juicy thing. We just had to got our coaching done. Like, like, I love being in a season of coaching. I love it. It makes me so happy that we can have people in our lives that keep us accountable to our goals 
every other week or so and and encourage us and help us to draw out from ourselves like the things that we want and 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 to do it in the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh goodness. I couldn't be happier with with where we're going basically, right? Like I'm just so smitten that this that this is my real life, right? I used to sit there when I was little humming and hawing Hoping for the day when my life could really start, right? You know, where I didn't have to just have the only option of my life, just like press a button and watch everybody else live their lives, right? But I just could not wait till the day when my own life could start and I could really just like actually save up enough to do the things that I would want to do or or actually be able to have enough skills to be able to work miracles in someone else's life and like be be this person that could help transform someone else's life or be this person that could they could be a, a catalyst or a life-changing component to somebody else's human existence, right? I just could not wait to become someone that that could be so self-reliant that I could be a blessing for someone else in some way shape or form, right? And I just, I just waited for that day and I would just crave it and be like, oh, please help me figure out what my career path is or help me figure out like where to focus my energies for volunteering or, or like all of this kind of stuff. And now, you know, as I like reflect on my life and, and think about where I'm at right, right now, I just look around me and I sometimes just want to pinch myself and be like, really? Like, is this for real? Like, I have a loving relationship with my Heavenly Father. I have a decent con self-concept, right? Like, I think it's pretty, like, it's pretty good, right? Like, like, it's not perfect, of course, but at least I'm in a direction of going towards better and better, right? I have this amazing connection with my sweet person that I, is my eternal companion that I just, oh, like, I could do, I could have a whole podcast just dedicated to all my thoughts and feelings about that relationship, because it is just like beyond. It's just beyond this life. It's like eternal. It's heavenly. It's like it's like everything that I could dream of and more, right? Like like I could never have dreamed about, you know, maybe that's part of it. You know, I never dreamed about having a husband person because probably I would have dreamed something that that would be way less than what I actually have today, right? So it was probably good that I didn't dream it because maybe I would have dreamed it and and actually got what I dreamed of, which wouldn't have been the best because what I'm living today is beyond that, right? So I'm just like, sweet, this is awesome. And then I have these sweeties. Oh, the sweeties. Oh, oh. I just think to like all of the births of all of the sweeties and how much of a blessing it's been for me to just like get to be a part of their lives and just get to be a part of of just like nurturing and helping and seeing them through all of their waking and sleeping moments and getting to be this person for them that like they cry and cry and cry but then somehow when I go and pick them up or like when I just connect with them and just like take the time to be their person it's it's all good right like it's it's fine right it's it's all good and I'm just like oh this is so beautiful. Like, how do I get this blessing, right? And so I'm just super grateful.